This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Is your insurance company forcing you to go back to work when your doctors say you can't? If this sounds familiar, look no further than my law firm. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. I'm flying solo for the first time this season, or at least in preseason, as uh, the Toronto Raptors took on the Melbourne United and defeated them by a score of 120-82. to Unsurprisingly, nobody uh, wanted to recap this game. I didn't even write a 10 things for this game because, you know, no offense to the uh, Australian League, but, you know, when you got Josh Boone, which shout out Josh Boone, uh, former New Jersey net as circa like 2006. Um, yeah, if you got, you know, that caliber of player on your team, like, you know, the competition is not going to be as fierce. And, you know, the Raptors clearly felt that way because the Raptors uh, rested a lot of their main guys, you know, Kyle Lowry, Kawhi Leonard, CJ Miles. Nothing really wrong with them. It was just taking a day off. Um, OG remains away from the team for personal reasons. Hope everything is well with OG and his family. Um, and even Fred VanVleet said, I think he had like a sore back or something like that, which I, again, I still think is just uh, mostly resting some of your, you know, older guys. And I guess hopefully Fred's okay. He seems like he's okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Raptors had no issues really. I mean, um, it started out a little bit close. You know, the Raptors only led by six after the first quarter, but they really, really pulled away in that third quarter there um, where... I got to say, it was a phenomenal game for Norman Powell. I mean, in ter- in terms of just seizing opportunity, I mean, Norm's not going to have many opportunities this year just because uh, the Raptors uh, were already pretty deep on the wing, and then they added two wings uh, in the offseason. And so Norm's going to have to make the best of the opportunities that are given to him this season, and uh, this is a perfect example of that, man. I mean, it- it's very unfortunate that Norm had to uh, bang his knee on just like a random cut through the lane in the third quarter because he was having a stellar game. Uh, again, obviously, you got to calibrate for the competition, but still 21 points, 8 of 11 shooting, 3 of 5 from 3, perfect 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, including a really, really nice assist where um, JV got the block in the third quarter. Um, you know, action goes the other way. DeLon surveys the floor, throws a cross-court pass to Norm in the corner, who pump fakes his man off his feet, drives into the lane, draws two defenders, kicks it back out to DeLon right. Very acrobatic pass, and DeLon hits the three. And it was a great sequence, uh, and it was you know one of many, many highlight plays by Powell in, in this game, where 
you know, the man hit two pull-up threes uh, from the top of the key. He looked very calm and uh, steady on pick and rolls. Usually he rushes through things or he's not really in rhythm. Um, but this is probably as calm and as, um, as patient as we've seen Norm, which is a key word with Norm because patience is not usually uh, his best attribute. And he also, you know, got to the rim, had a couple of really nice dunks, including one in the second quarter where he kind of, hit the defender with a really quick crossover in the middle of the lane to get past them and then uh you know switched hands in midair and dunked it with the right really nice play a couple other dunks as well just a really really promising game from norm overall and it's it's a shame that he had to bang his knee like that hopefully the raptors um hopefully for norm it, it doesn't take him out for too long obviously the raptors have a couple of days here in preseason to get everything right so i'm sure they're not going to jeopardize anything but um yeah, man, it's it's great and it's good timing too because uh, you know uh, Blake Murphy, who who betrayed our site, um, <laughs> you know, just recently wrote a piece at the Athletic about the you know what went wrong with Norm last season and sort of what he's doing to sort of fix that this season. And so, um, if you want more insight on Norm, you know, read Blake's work. Uh, we we still love him even though he betrayed us. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, the Raptors. Uh, with this sort of truncated unit, I think they, they played well. I, I think the, Nick Nurse continues to experiment with things. You're seeing um, sort of Ibaka and Valanciunas sort of cycle in and out of the starting lineup. Um, when they come in, the, te- the depending on who is the center, you're, you're seeing very different looks. When Ibaka's at the center, um, you're seeing a lot more spacing, a lot more um, pick and popping where Ibaka's fading to the perimeter and, you know, there's more driving lanes because he's pulling a center out to the three-point line. And when JV's the center, you see a lot more of, you know, dumping up to JV in the high post, maybe even the low post when they need a bucket, uh, and let JV run things. And JV's delivered well. Uh, only two of six today for JV well, with seven rebounds off the bench, but a couple of nice passes, um, you know, one a really gorgeous high-low feed to Norm, where Norm couldn't finish the initial uh, off the initial pass, but he got his own offense ruling and put it back in. So I, I count that as an assist. Um, JV also had another great pass where um, you know um, Delon was cutting through the basket. Um, JV found him with a, a bounce pass in, in narrow quarters. Delon draws in an extra defender, kicks it out to Pascal. Pascal hits the corner three. So. It's a different look depending on which center is in, but again, for the third game in a row, no overlap between um, the centers. Like There was a tiny, tiny bit of overlap between Ibaka and JV, but it clearly was just like a transitional thing, not like an actual experimental issue, which uh, is not a surprise given the fact that the Raptors uh, you know, are missing a couple of players on the lineup today. I mean, you take OG, you take CJ, uh, and you even take um, you know, Kawhi out of this lineup. Then all of a sudden you do have to sort of overlap some of your power forwards and you need search to fill in like two minutes but it was not significant uh, for the most part they played ex- exclusively apart which you know it's another sign that the raptors probably want to split up that combo and uh you know they see Ibaka as the center and i i, I like the at the center i mean shit Ibaka had an inside out dribble where you froze a defender uh and uh and beat him to the punch and then kind of got him with an up fake and then spun over the shoulder and laid it in it was a gorgeous move in the, in the third quarter again you know the level of competition is obviously not as high as it is in the nba but still quite a nice move for Ibaka. i mean i've i don't care i i'd be be impressed if Ibaka did a inside out dribble against a pylon if, if he hit jamal mcglore with an inside out the dribble i would probably gif that and put it out there um and so for him to actually put it out against a competitive player which is uh 
Um, I forget what the guy's name was, but me still, man. <laughs> I did not expect that from Sergio Baca. But, uh, yeah, I also didn't expect the rebounding from Ibaka, by the way. Um, 16 minutes, mostly playing as the center. 12 rebounds for Ibaka, which, again, Melbourne was very focused on uh, staying back and and uh, making sure that uh, their transition defense is okay. When Josh Boone was in the game, he got a lot of rebounds. He got six of their 14 offensive rebounds. But for the most part, they were trying to get back in transition because the Raptors are really running down, uh, running it down their throats. And, um, yeah, man, uh, Ibaka was good on the defensive glass, which is good because the Raptors also continued to run some zone. We saw this in uh, the Portland game just very briefly in the second quarter there. The Raptors ran it a little bit in the second and also in the third quarter. Same sort of principle. Initially, I thought it was a 2-3 zone, but really it looks like a 2-1-2 zone where there's like a guy in the middle, usually Pascal, who's kind of floating around, um, trying to use his athleticism to cover, you know, whichever um, drivers are coming into the lane while also ducking down and, uh, you know, putting a body on the bigs that end up cutting and getting close to the rim. And I, I got to say, like, it's 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 nice. I think they're a little bit smoother today than they were against Utah, they, even though... It, it worked against Utah. I still saw a couple of mistakes. You saw Kyle Lowry trying to instruct people to go here or go there. Um, today, I, th- I just thought um, the Raptors' communication was was good overall. Ibaka kind of took over as that uh, communicator in, 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 in Lowry's absence. Lowry was just chilling on the bench with one of his kids on his lap. It was real cute. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's nice that the, that the Raptors will have this sensor in their back pocket, and once in a while they'll bust it out. Obviously, it's not a primary look, but just as a change of pace, two, three possessions, um, it can't hurt to have. So it, it's nice to see uh, Nick Nurse's creativity there. And um, quite honestly, it's just nice to see this kind of performance in the team. I mean, like, obviously you expect them to win against Melbourne, even with the shorthanded roster. But um, when that extra opportunity comes to some of these guys, like Pascal, like Norm, like DeLon, um, you hope that they take that opportunity and run with it, and that's what they did today. So, in terms of your three stars, uh, first one, I got to give that to Norman Powell. Obviously, 21 points, 8 of 11, 3 of 5 from 3, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, a plus 45 in 25 minutes. Again, we got to monitor that right knee. He kind of banged it uh, on a on a cut through the basket, and he uh, immediately came out of the game and uh, kind of hobbled to the locker room. And We don't know what the exact status is, but... You know, hopefully he can get back on track because I mean, like shit, last year a large region of what you know derailed him early in the year was the injuries, right? So hopefully it's not that again. Um, second star, I'm gonna give that to Delon Wright. I thought he did a great job running the team today. 15 points, six rebounds, five assists, five of seven shooting from the field, three of four from deep, including a couple of pull up jumpers, which I really like. Coming out of that pick and roll, defender sags under. DeLon hops into that three, no hesitation, shooting it. Um, that's what you want to see from DeLon, man. I mean, it's not going to be uh, a big part of his game, but for him to actually succeed and for her defenders to stay honest, he needs to hit that shot. Everyone in the modern NBA needs to be able to hit that shot off the high screen if you're a primary uh, playmaker. And, you know, DeLon is no exception. So um, the fact that he was also plus 49 in 26 minutes is great. Thought he ran the team beautifully, especially in that third quarter. I thought he was integral to what the Raptors were doing um, defensively. His length uh, and it works really well in that zone. Um, and yeah, just Delon pushing the pace, making good passes over that. I thought he ran the tempo of the team well. And then the third star, you can go to a couple people. Um, Siakam has a shot for it. Um, 19 points, six of ten shooting from the field, one of two from three, a wide open corner three, six of seven from the free throw line. Um, 
six rebounds, three assists, a steal, plus 50 in 27 minutes. Um, you know, we've seen throughout preseason that Pascal has really focused on leading the break. He's um, doing it at least five, six times a game. It's a real effort from him to do so. And uh, part of that is him getting the rebound in the first place. And he's he's really made more of an effort to consistently get the defensive rebound. And instead of him leaking out, which is what we saw most of last season, you know, Siakam leaking out, Larry, Van Vliet, DeLon hitting him with, you know, hit-ahead passes where he got ahead of the defense. Pascal's focusing on getting the rebound, and then he's leading the break, and he's finding shooters or he's spinning his way to the rim. And, you know, he's been very effective. So he has a great shot at it. Um, I, I, you know, I, I can hear arguments for Dang Adele coming off the bench, hitting 5-5 five of five from uh, the field, including a three, three rebounds, 13 points off the bench. Uh, we know he's a good shooter. Um, you know, this this is another example of that. Yeah, and I would even hear a case for Surge, man. Eight points, 12 rebounds is is not bad, including that inside-out dribble. Seriously, if you got a chance, go look at that inside-out dribble. It was, uh, I tweeted it out. It's it's on my uh, Twitter account, at William underscore Lou. Um, but it's like a legitimately a nice move. I was, I, I was shocked when I saw that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, realistically, you're giving it to Norm, you're giving it to DeLon, you give it to Pascal. And those are your three stars. And then, in terms of the Melbourne United side, um, the Gerald Henderson Award goes to, I mean, no one really on their team really played that well because they only shot like 35% from the field and 4 of 27 from deep. But I'm going to give it to Chris Goulding. Um, I know he's a minus 37, but he has 17 points on 6 of 16 shooting, hit two threes. He's, he's a sharpshooter. I mean, he had a couple of impressive shots, although I would say that... Uh, Overall, this is not a very impressive team, but nevertheless, you know, it was nice competition, a nice little uh, cheap, affordable game for Raptors fans <clears throat> to go to. Um, obviously, there's few and f- those are few and far in between uh, nowadays with how good the Raptors are. The tickets are uh, mad expensive, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you could have gone to this to see United versus Raptors. Um, this is probably the only... This, it's actually probably the second worst United team on, on the world right now because the the other one is, is is somehow even worse. But um, yeah, overall, you know, nice, chill, relaxing game. Saw a little bit promise from some of the reserves and uh, fingers crossed for Norm because it would really suck for him to finally you know catch a nice break with this game and only for that to be undercut by injury. So hopefully his knee is okay. Um, but the Raptors do have some time off, and uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I think like the progress on Norm's part is nice. I mean, he's gonna come up and down, you know. Like I thought he was really bad in the Jazz game. He's really good in that Portland game. Well, he was he was pretty good in that Portland game. He was pretty bad in the ja- in the Jazz game, and today he was great. Um, so you know, like hopefully he has more good days and bad days, man. Because I think there's clearly some talent in Norm. It's just that, uh, yeah. Um, he either hasn't had the opportunity to or whatever happened last season happened last season, but hopefully he's okay. Um, it would be a great addition to the team if Norm could do that because the Raptors could use another guy who could slash to the basket. It's probably the only thing that they're a little bit light on is, um, you know, just playmaking and creation in the half court. And if Norm could be that guy, that'd be great. If he can't, chances are wrong. He probably can't. But still, if he can be that guy, it'd be great. So that does it for the podcast. Thank you for everyone. Thank you to everyone for listening. Again, there's no 10 things for this game because, you know, let's be real. Um, this game didn't really deserve one. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the 10 things coverage will usually be there. Um, the reaction pod will be there. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, if you want to support the show or support the, the 10 things or anything coverage that I do or anything that we do at Raptors Public, we have a Patreon account both with RR and also uh, I have a personal one. So you can choose to support whichever one, probably both if you want to. But uh, yeah, thank you to everyone for listening and uh, I'll be back for the next game. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York.